Hot. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Woo! It's getting steamy and hot here. I'm just looking at some of the messages already. <laughs> Dr. Baba Lofunda Gamaboza, also known as Antu, is our resident sex doctor. And uh, she's talking to us about sexual history and future plans. Now, Doc, before you and I even go any further, can I tell you how steamy it's getting in the studio? I've got a voice <laughs> note already. And that's the effect that we're looking for. Because we're looking for experiences of what people have gone through, what they are planning for your, for their lives. And, and I, it cannot get steamier than that. Because remember, Patty, you know, we are all practitioners. You are creating a conjoint. And I continuously, you know, thank you together with your team, especially Ben, especially Ben, for creating this this opportunity for us to have this discussion, to say what is happening, because we are all practitioners. And so we always have something to plan and even if you are still a mind practitioner you have not started doing anything you are a practitioner because you need to think about your life and how you're planning your sexual journey and so that also forms part of your history the planning that's your history and it's something that should not go unnoticed because it matters Hmm. it really does matter let's hear this voice note good evening patricia i'm anonymous it is not good at all to tell your partner your sexual life history, it will jeopardize everything, especially for us men. We don't want to know what happened before. We want to enjoy what is there. Thank you. Yo, especially for men. Did you hear that? <laughs> so this ATM is saying, no, 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 no. Keep your business to yourself but now this this is quite worrisome because what if your business can potentially have an an adverse you know effect on your current partner then what doc yes unfortunately uh, you know generally it's a general rule sometimes it doesn't apply to everybody but most of the time this is what happens that there are three things that we can never hide forever it is the moon it is the sun and it is the truth Sometimes it does come out. I am hoping that also we are going to have other ATMs and other callers that are going to come out and say, I thought I can hide my truth and it came out. But those are truths that you feel you can really hide. We need to remember, Pat, that there are truths that are a permanent part of our lives that have caused some kind of scarring that we need to deal with. If you need some form of healing, sexual healing, then those are the truths that you do not want to hide from your partner. But maybe you might not be in a position where you want to talk about it as an individual, where you can even invite your partner to say, you need to see a, a professional. There's something that I need to disclose, that I would like you to walk the journey with me. Because when we meet our partners, sometimes it's not just for, uh, it's not a sexual, just a sexual relationship, but relationships go deeper and beyond. So the reason for your relationship or for looking for that relationship, even on the initial stages, determine how much you are willing to divulge. Maybe you cannot divulge immediately in the beginning. So history does not mean it must happen on day one. It could be, happen on, on day 100 because it needs to happen. But in cases where there's healing that needs to happen, because perhaps we have been damaged in our sexual spaces, then it's best maybe it's the first thing that you need to deal with. Let's say also, secondly, you are going through medical reasons for whatever reason, 
that you need to divulge to your partner. That's something that doesn't wait for day 100. It's something that you want to talk about from the beginning. But Mm. as I said earlier, in cases where there's some healing or where there's medical conditions involved, what you need to then do to say to your partner, you know what, I'd like to walk this stretch with you. There's things that I'd like you to be part of my healing with. So let's, can we see a professional? So if this happens in the beginning, Pat, then it makes the relationship easy. But there's things, Pat, that, you know, people will always say, that, I'm not going to divulge, which is why I'm thinking our A-team was talking about. Pat, research has shown that an average person in this day and age would have gone, especially if they are in their 20s, late 20s and 30s, would have gone about to about eight partners. Now, do you want to tell your partner that, oh, I've been around, I've done eight partners? <laughs> maybe, there's, maybe. So there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons what will determine what you can and cannot do. But again, there's different types of partners. There are those partners that say, "I want to come clean." What you do not know will hurt you. There are those that say, mm-hmm, "What you do not know will not hurt you." I'm not going to tell you. Listen. So, this is one of the most interesting conversations. Listen. Where we have to. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just thinking about scenarios here in my head, right? So, as as you're talking, so just imagine. Uh, uh, because our sexuality is also fluid to a certain degree. As oh, yeah. as we grow older, we discover new areas of ourselves and we're exploring new and exciting things. Sometimes you you have an experience that you don't want to repeat. Sometimes you have an experience you want to repeat. And, and, and let's say, for instance, and we'll talk about this off air with Ben, that let's say, for instance, you found yourself in a, in, in a situation where, uh, you know, you had a threesome. And now you meet this partner and this new partner tells you up front that I am so holy and, you know, I, I would never be with a person who's had a threesome. Are you going to tell that partner? Because <laughs> you might lose your man or your woman. You are bringing the most dynamic part of sexual journey. As people evolve and transform, they get to fully experience the fact that love and sexual energies and relationships are fluid. They should go any direction. But yes, how do you then bring up this, this, this conversation to this person who says, Mina, the only thing I want is you and you only. But what you then sit and do, because in a partnership, a partnership is a space that should allow you to be yourself. It's a space that should allow you to say the things that you wish for. Now, not everything that you wish for will be allowed, but be allowed to air it. That's what partnership is about. And that's an environment that I always refer to as, as romantic. Romance is, yes, it's the flowers and all the other things. But it's a space where you are allowed to be vulnerable, say all the things that you'd like to say, and not be judged. But then have an open conversation to say, yes, we can open this, we cannot open this. And this should be based on fact and not emotion. I know I could be judged for what I'm saying, Pat, because relationships are mainly emotional more than they are anything else until they get to a stage where they become now matured enough that we can start opening up these relationships. So this also raises a question to say, when do you start divulging certain things? But in the beginning, it's good to set a tone. Research has shown that when you set a tone from the beginning, it makes it easy. Whether those things are allowed on that day or they are not allowed, but you would have aired what is within you. And also, 
relationships, because they are living organisms, if you give it a certain kind of water with salt, it will act in a certain way. If you give it water with sugar, it will act in a certain way. Because something was not allowed, because the understanding and the vibration of the understanding of a relationship at a certain point was not the same. So as it gets to improve, then you'll be allowed certain conditions and, 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 and certain uh, conversations. So not all is lost. When somebody says to you, I'm not understanding this to something, but what matters, Ted, why do you want it? Because if you just want anything just for fun, can you imagine how many things you want in one day? Because it's just for fun. If you have founded reasons why you want certain experiences, maybe it's things that could be entertained. Pet, we sit and we have these conversations every day. There are people that eventually accept certain polys, which, which means the different kinds of relationships where you involve other people. Because as you evolve in a relationship, you then get to realize also that, oh, maybe my partner was correct. We do need this component. Oh, my partner maybe was correct. We don't need this component. So you treat it as you go along. You take care of it. You keep on taking steps to say, do we need this? No, we don't need this. Do we need a third person? Maybe we do. Do we need a toy? Maybe we don't. Maybe after some time we bought the toy, it brings back the stuff you say, okay, now maybe we can remove the toy. Maybe we can do this. Then what matters that openness space where you are free to air all the things that form part of your future. Do not be disheartened if that future is not allowed. But keep on saying, remember there was that future. And if you are the one who's on the receiving end, because in each and every relationship, you might find that there's somebody else who has the power and the one who's on the receiving end. And those are the natural dynamics of any relationship, be it with your own children, be it with your own sisters, be it with your own parents. Keep on opening yourself up. This could be a space for you to start thinking and looking at yourself as a sexual organ at a fully fleshed level where you can be fluid and experience other things that you never thought you'd experience. I'm sure Pat and everybody else, there is so many things that we have done that we never thought we'd do in our lives, but because we have allowed ourselves. And it starts with this kind of conversation. Let me go to uh, the SMSs here from our A-teamers. This one says, good evening, Pat. I allowed my boyfriend into my former sexual life as I was brought up very church-wise. However, I told him I want to be a little naughty, slutty, muddy, yet I want him to be my slave. He acted very curious as we can relate to our former experience and upbringing. We married today and still prefer exciting our sexual life. I'm very happy still. So this person was open and honest up front. And uh, clearly she's enjoying the dividends of that, uh, of that honesty. Now her, her partner, who's her husband, is now her slave sexually. Very exciting that other couples can open up like this, Doctor. Of course, but there's one thing that is permanent in each and every space, be it sexual, be it your career, be it anything that you go through. Evolution and transformation are a permanent part of life. So you need to, you cannot be the same person. If you started your sexual journey, and the only thing that appealed to you and that you've known was just your missionary position, after a few days or a few months or a few years, because we transform at different levels, it should not be the same thing that appeals to you. You need to find a space where you evolve. Otherwise, you stay the same. Can you imagine if all of us, when we pass our grade 10s, we stayed at grade 
10. And now today I am 42 years old and I'm still thinking like a great 10 child. It's not going to happen with people. It's not good for me. Evolution is good. And so how have our listeners evolved and transformed from the previous relationship to the next? And the relationship does not have to be with the next person. It could be with yourself. Because we are expecting and thinking of research has shown that a lot of transformation and evolution happens at an individual level. So you are the only one that feels these things. But what becomes of utmost importance is that you need to transform them to your partner and say, this is what I think we could try. As an individual, I would try this. But because you are a part of my life, can we try together? And for those also, this is a conversation that we have never opened. Maybe we need to open a conversation where you say, you are a part of a poly, and a permanent poly, not uh, mentioning about people who are married and having mistresses. When you are having three people in a relationship, it is known, and it is not a secret, that come in and say, how have they transformed themselves in this space, and how is it working for them? Because it is usually based on a reason. Pet, there is one thing that we can never run away from life. It is only you and you only that can fully satisfy yourself. If, if you're looking at internal um, uh, software, but if you're looking at external factors and you're looking at external satisfaction, it is usually not possible that you would have one person that would fully satisfy you. But I am not suggesting that people that go behind their partner's backs, uh, they are doing a good thing. If you then want to explore a space where you feel like my partner is not a fully comprehensive person and is not the only one that I need, don't do it behind your partner's back. Go back to your partner and say, we, because of this and this and this, I might be meeting somebody else. Are these the conversations that we are open up to? At the Limbonogas, I'm from the Eastern Cape, and I'm going How is TMO used to happen, or even if you guys, or which is an extra person that would be part of this marital affair, where your own husband would know where, where, where they are, would have been a discussion and an argument to say because of A, B, C, and D, we might be needing an additional person. That's part of transformation. That's part of the heat of, 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 of the future of a relationship where you then would agree to say, yes, we need them. And you know what, Ted, which was very good in those things, sometimes these additional people would not be needed for sexual reasons. No, they would be needed for physical activities that are going to happen here at home. Or they would happen because a certain woman might not be conceiving a male figure or a male child. And this is central to making sure that the names of the family or the family trail continues on. But those are the olden days. Because now also we see a lot of transformation where these things would easily happen from the female side. Or where you'd say, we don't really need a male child. With a female child, we are still fine. So there is a lot of transformation that designs people's sexual and relationship futures. And we'd like to hear from from our listeners, what are those? Well, uh, we've got some voice notes here, and uh, I think uh, the A-teamers want to let us know. Look, uh, put it to you this way, Perry, okay? Um, The approach is much better when you understand that you're not the best um, cupcake baker or banana loaf baker. So you don't fool yourself. You actually deal with what you deal with, right? And then you make it. 
as to oppose as to actually thinking you're the best baker ever of all time and then approach baking a cupcake or a banana loaf with that mentality chances are you derail yourself emotionally and the actual person you break you actually baking for so knowledge is key knowledge is key knowledge sets you free knowledge makes or breaks you okay so you can choose to break yourself with knowledge or accustom yourself with it so tell tell uh good evening patrician at the hotel lab uh from Durban. Um, unless it's it's serious issue like a medical issue you know sci scds and hiv and etc etc but should remain in your brain and in your heart because sometimes when it's small small issue it's a, it's a huge issue in fact it's a deal breaker and then uh, because yeah that, that that's my take Tabani from Durban well there're two different sides of the coin one says uh, do tell so that you know where you stand don't uh, over uh, promise and under deliver as a baker and then the other says hey, 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 boy, keep it to yourself because you don't know how sensitive your partner is doc it, it doesn't seem that we would all be on the same side of the scale we're not expected to be on the same side of the scale, Pat. Because, you know, in all our journeys, there is no right and wrong. But there is what is correct at a point in time. And there's what feels good about you as an individual. Are you a person that says it's a private matter? I am not hiding it from you. I'm just simply being economic with the truth. Because I don't want to wash my laundry. As much as you are my partner, I don't want you to know everything about me. Because also there are people that might be ashamed of certain things. But as the co- one of the colleagues said, unless it is a medical issue, unless it, of course, there's, you know, there's a lot of healing that we need to go through. You could have been abused as a child. You could have been abused as an adult. It, those are the things that you need to talk about. You could be having a child that is not fully supported by their own, by their, their own father. That forms part of the family fabric and the development of a relationship. So there, there is different reasons that you have to look at and say, maybe this I need to talk about. Maybe this I don't want to talk about. But also that's an individual decision to say, Mina, I'd like to my partner to fully know about myself. And research tech has shown that both sides could work and it might not work because it depends on how your partner takes it. But, you know, I think it's Aubrey that brings up an issue of knowledge. Now, just taking knowledge as, an, as, 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 a, as a word and saying, part of your future you could be saying, because Pat, where you're coming from could have failed purely because of how the sexual interaction was happening. And that's mm-hmm. a reality. Yes, relationships are complex, but it could be the primary reason. There could be other reasons. But if there are people that would say, I feel starved. I don't know if I can continue doing this. So I would leave this relationship. So that's something that you want to make sure that when you go to the next relationship, it doesn't happen. So part of that knowledge you could extract 
what was central, what could have been destructive for you in the in, in the previous relationship, and you want to be constructive about it. So Let's uh, hold that thought, Doc. Hold, Doc, hold that thought, please. We need to go to a break. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We are talking to Dr. Baba Lafunda Gamaboza, also known as Antu, who is the director of Western Breeze and one of the owners of Afro Love Expo. And what are we discussing on the Closet Conversation? Well, sexual history and sexual future plans to tell or not not to tell that is the question that we are asking you a team is would you tell your partner what you've been up to in the past or is it better to just leave the past where it is or do you think it is a good thing to just sit down and uh, over a sip of a drink a wine or whatever and divulge all the raunchy secrets that you have been through and what you would like to experience well let me know on 011-714-2006 and yes you can remain anonymous the other number you can dial is 011 Seven one four four zero four five. You can SMS on four one three nine one or WhatsApp on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Now here, <laughs> this one. Donald says, "Good evening, Patricia and the A teamers. Now me, I want everything happening behind the scenes, even before me." If a woman is not a virgin, I must know who broke the virginity and where is the person. Donald Mamboma in Rustenburg. Yo, my guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, Donald, no, big ups to you. And uh, what I, 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 you know, Doc, ne? this yes. message from Donald, I'm giggling because I just think it's, 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 not necessary to know who broke a person's virginity and where where the person is but now will he tell the same <laughs> issue will he divulge to his partner who broke his virginity and where that person is and how many partners he's had behind the scenes wow of course you see that this, this you know this is what is so interesting about this conversation yeah because everybody wants a different thing and it matters if they didn't get it because i can imagine you know donald comes across as very passionate about it you know he wants to start from the beginning but i'd like to assume that when donald wants all these specific and all these details chances are he's going to tell because when we talk of virginity it's one of the most unfortunate things is that we usually want to talk of virginity only from the female side virginity is virginity and there's different types of virginities pet they there will be your vaginal virginity when they talk of women there will be your anal virginity and it's the same thing with men so i would like to assume that donald also is looking at telling that Maybe yes, in certain spaces, I'm still a, 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 a virgin, and I'd like to explore because when we talk of the history to the future, the future could have been that you are female and you are with a man, and you'd like to penetrate them yourself using a toy. That could be the future. So this thing is not mainly looking at what happens within the female, but if they're in agreement with a partner. Maybe there's nothing wrong because he seems not to come from a place of malice. If it doesn't come from a place of malice, and he can handle it, because there are people pets that will even be turned on by listening to the detail of what happened with the previous person or with the ex. 
There are those that will even be turned on by watching. So maybe it's not a bad idea after all, as long as the two of them can agree. And as long as he just doesn't want, also he is willing to share his own experiences fully also. Yes, that's it. If you're giving me uh, the details, I'll give you the details too. But does it really matter it's who broke your virginity? Or perhaps there's also an emotional link that uh, Donald is probably referring to, that uh, the person who breaks your virginity could possibly still have a piece of your heart. Angaz, you know that song by Betty, right? That says, "Can think back to your very first time. And she says, oh, some of you might think back to a very far away, you know, history. So some other people just don't even remember what happened on that day of course and Patty, you know when you talk of virginity there's always things that we need to iron out because if you are a girl that grew up riding horses doing certain sports you could have lost your virginity from that mm, mm. you could have lost your virginity from that and it doesn't make you less of a human being it doesn't and of course there are people that are, are, are born because this is just a layer and I layer that is there that might have been having a small hole where if you menstruate when you're still a virgin your menstrual blood will go through there are those that are born with quite bigger holes than others so so this is also another space where we need to be very sensitive that there are people that feel like but i it looks like i've never been a virgin because during that time maybe there was just a drop of blood there are those that could have been having more blood it could have just gone through with the sporting events and horse riding. So also we need to be sensitive. When somebody says, no, yes, I've had my first time, but I did not have your ideal virgin experience. And people start thinking, but you don't want to tell the truth. So there is a lot of space when it comes to sexual relationships where we work on trust mm-hmm. and where we need to divulge in cases where we are going to need the support. But can our listeners tell us, has there been on any of our listeners who didn't tell? And when this thing came out at a certain point, how did they deal with it? Because also there's another reality where you think, ah, I don't need to tell. It's a private matter. But when the partner gets to know, how do you then deal with that? Let me repeat the WhatsApp number. It's 0614104107. Now, in terms of messages, yo, this one is quite deep. This A-teamer says, when I was 16 years old, I raped someone and was sentenced to eight years in prison. When I reached 18, now I'm out. I've been five years, Gilly five years um, uh, with someone and uh, I've never told her that I raped. Am I wrong? Uh, We already have kids, three as a matter of fact. Let's allow you to respond to this uh, doc after the break. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We are talking to Dr. Babalo Fundagama Boza, and uh, the topic of discussion is sexual history and future plans to tell or not to tell. That is the question we are asking. Before the break, I read Anonymous's uh, message who said that uh, when he was 16, he raped someone and was sentenced to eight years in prison. And when he came out, uh, he got into a relationship. He has three kids now with the same person, but he's never told the partner about the previous rape. And he wants to know, is he wrong for doing this? So doctor, please respond. 
Thank you very much, Ted. This, uh, this one is a deep one indeed. Uh, the biggest uh, cause that I've brought up that would be very important uh, for you to divulge or affect us is medical. Um, and I would like to thank the, 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 the listener for having written to us because legal also is one of the most important things. Because Ted, one way or another, he might even be running his own business uh, if he, at some point, also he's looking for a job or looking for some kind of partnership. Today, vetting is a very big part of our life. And so if you have had any kind of a criminal offense, one way or another, it might come out. So I'd like to suggest I am not the one to say it's right or it's wrong. Most probably the reason why he's unable to bring it up is because he's scared that he might be rejected. But if it comes out a number of years without giving him told about it, it might cause certain complications in the relationship. What I would like to advise Anonymous is to say, you know what, they need to get some kind of an intervention if he cannot bring this up because clearly he's unable to do it on his own. We get somebody else who is a professional to sit around the table so that he gets to tell about his life because clearly he's got eight years of his life that he continuously has to lie on because when the partner is talking about because pet one way or another if you are my partner somehow we go back to our childhood we go back to our high school life we go back to our university life so in this eight years it means he continuously have to live with guilt where he's unable to divulge where was he in those eight years so i think this is not just for the partner but it's for also his own freedom where he gets, he's able to be free and talk about his experiences. And of course, um, not that you want to then promote certain things from happening, but when this person was 16 years old, he has paid his dues. The only thing that he needs to do, he doesn't want to suffer any longer based on this. An assistant from a professional, they can sit around the table because the partner might feel disheartened and might feel betrayed by not being told all the time. But I think at a personal level, it's best that he tells so that this does not come out in the Madam Patricia Hoy, I'm Nathan K from Bombera Nesprite. Madam Patricia, it's advisable to ask your partner or to talk to anything about sex with your partner instead of going out and talk against your partner or inquire something about your partner. It's better you talk and you discuss, you know each other, you know what she wants or what he wants, so that you can be in a good life. You love each other, but not backbiting by asking other people what can be done, what, what. It leads your family to be exposed outside instead of you knowing each other inside your family. Thanks. I'm Nathan K. from Bombera, Patricia. Thank you very much, Mr. Nathan. Let's go to another voice note. It seems that our A-teamers are just, you know, giving us what they feel. Sometimes it's not good to go back to the past and the history. Um, Mm. Another one is saying here, "Mm, 
Yeah, yes, it's true. If the partner is willing to share, it will be good and carry love each other. Uh, the past may hurt. I'm back in love with childhood girlfriend intending to marry her. It's perfect. We understand each other. Let's go to another voice note. Greetings uh, to the listeners and to, to the guests online. I've been trying to call, but I've been, I'm, I'm struggling. Uh, but I got a WhatsApp number. I told her she would WhatsApp. Um, maybe let me share my view as well. You know, personally, personally, I actually prefer that my partner will know, you know, about my past relationships. You know, whatever happened, however it happened, I actually prefer that she's aware of it. You know, you know, sometimes in life there's a there, there's somehow some things that happened in the past have a way of sometimes just coming up again in the near future. So you can imagine your partner not knowing about certain things about the past and only finds out whether from friends or from other people at a later stage, which she will feel, hey, why didn't you tell me about this right from the beginning? So for me, I prefer that everything is out in the open. If you're happy about it, you're happy about it. If you're not happy about it, we talk it through. If you're okay with it, you're okay. If you're not okay, we also have a talk about it so that we can move on, you know, and then so that we don't have much issues at a later stage. So, yeah, that, that, that's just my view. Thank you. No, oh, relationshiping is not easy, Doc. Mm-hmm. Um, the past clearly does play a huge role in, um, yeah. in present or current sexual relationships. Uh, yes, yes, a pet, as we said, sexual relationships and relationships in general, they are not an island. They are having a basis on something. It could be the fact that you are 50 years old and you are a virgin and you are scared. That's your past. You are scared because somebody told you that this thing is very painful. That is your past and it has an effect on what is going to happen in your relationship going forward. But what seems to be coming out from the previous voice note is the fact that men are the ones that are vocal to say we want to know the past. But what I would have wanted to find out is that are they accepting of their partners if they have a bit of a colorful past? And also it would be nice to find out why was the past colorful, not in a judgmental manner. Because there are people that would to say, I want to explore my sexual journey. There are people that say, no, 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 no. I've grown up like this. I only want to have one partner. And if it didn't happen, what did it do to you? But clearly there are people that say, the truth might come out. And I don't want to deal with that. I would like you to see me for who I am. And I'd like you to accept me the way that I am. If you cannot accept me, say Because then that at least you would have known who I am. And research study has shown that. I had said earlier to say an average person is sure that now they would have a person, an average person with the research, they would have about a history of eight partners. And there's a prediction that this is a growing practice where people are saying, I am not going to sit and wait for something. If it doesn't work for me, I'm going to move away. The prediction is that now, in the near future, we might see people that would have had a history of 10 to about 11 partners before you. As a male, it's easy because these have always been things that are allowed to say men can do certain things. But now if a woman is doing the same, the exact same thing, they are a slut. Is this something that they are willing to accept when a female partner comes and says, oh, I've been around, I've done 15 partners, but I still love you and I want to be with you. 
Well, uh, before we close off, let's uh, go to this voice note. Hello, SFM and the listeners. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, I like uh, Donald's idea, but I once told my partner about what happened in the past. I found myself in trouble. So, yeah, it's a good idea to tell, but some of our partners, maybe they might not like it. It's Mangope here in Pretoria. Thank you. Thank you, Mangope. And it is very true. I mean, I know an incident where a partner divulged to another partner that, you know, I once was dating a particular girl. And when the other partner found out that that particular girl was her friend, the relationship ended. But it happened uh, two, three years before they even met. So some other people are just that sensitive. Doc, as we close off, let me ask you, to tell or not to tell, is this, um, what should we be doing here? Should we tell our sexual histories to make sure that we have a better relationship and talk about our future plans or just keep quiet? I think what is important, Pep, because there are a few things that are important in a relationship. There are a few ground rules to make sure that you've got good values, as you said, of communication, communication, communication. And communication is sexy. Now, what you then do, but still there are no guarantees, especially if it's in the beginning of a relationship, where you do not understand exactly how your partner thinks and how they will take things. But for me as an individual, if we have communicated and we agreed that let's divulge, I think it's better we do. But if we've communicated and agreed not to divulge, I think let's stick to that. And so that we then know that how we're going to deal with each other going forward. And this is how you bring in the conversation to say, you know what, we have been having our lives. Oh, one of us, there might be somebody who did not have a life. And their history is based on the fact that they are scared. So what are the risks that are associated with telling? What are the risks that are associated with not telling. And then you weigh the two, and then you take a decision. Because each and every relationship has got its own dynamics. Because had it worked with you in this relationship that I'm having with you, that every time when there's uh, connectivity issues, and when there's telephone issues, you drop me and I can't find you, and we are fine with it. But there are people that if they can't find you and your phone is off, it becomes a crisis. So there's different rules for different relationships. So you have to determine your own rules, look at each other in a loving manner and say, what is it that we think? And if your partner says, it's going to destroy me, destroyed by the truth, you mm-hmm. don't go there. If your partner says, I will be destroyed if I find about what your history was like, then you weigh those and you look at each other and then you take a decision and you move on. There is no one size fits all. And because it won't be pet, it doesn't mean it's going to work with bed. So determine the rules for each and every relationship. It is unique and it should be treated as such. And it's very unfortunate that in cases where the truth did not work and in cases where also the not telling did not work. But can we be sensible? I hope after this conversation, all of us will start looking at ourselves and say, maybe I could have allowed this person to talk. Maybe I could not have allowed this to mm. Ireland, it is, has its own basis. What basis do you want as an individual, and where do you want the relationship to grow from?
Listen, I want to close off this conversation, but there's a there's something that just like, you know, just hit me here. So someone is sending a message saying, Pat, very interesting topic. I slept with an African girl when I was 17 years old. She was 19 from the Eastern Cape um, and I got drunk one day. I told my wife I was then married to an Indian. Ever since I told the truth, our relationship blossomed, although I still love the first girl. Should I feel guilty? See, sometimes the truth sets you free. Doc, on that note, I'm going to ask us to bid each other farewell. But next week, next week, yay, we need to get deeper into these things. Relationships and sex are really getting us muddled up, eh? Oh, yes. Oh, no, they do. But you know what, Ted, what sets us free is, is developing your own values in it as an individual. And then those values are the ones that you bring to the relationship. If they don't work, if they have become destructive to the relationship, you still walk high and say, I became myself in the relationship, rather than living with guilt all your life and it is destroying you, but you are sitting in a relationship and you have not told the truth for yourself. Because you are an individual in a relationship. Pets where self-love, self-knowledge, and self-respect converges, we don't prevail. Mm. Well, thank you very much, Doctor. Uh, until next week, please give us that uh, parting shot of yours. And every day keeps the dentist away. And then occasionally a day keeps the doctor away. Let's Thank keep you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> Let's keep those doctors away. Have a very blessed week uh, ahead. That was Dr. Baba Lafunda Kama Boza, who is also known as Antu. She is the director of Western Breeze and one of the owners of Afro Love Expo. Hey, teamers, it is officially five minutes after midnight. It's Friday the 23rd of October. That means... We will be together again on Monday. But between now and then, let's interact on social media platforms. Please do hit me up at Patricia N. Nduli. And uh, don't forget to use that uh, famous hashtag of ours, SFMLNC. At 3 until 5 a.m., remember, sound awake with Mandla Shongwe. So please do tune in. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heart of success.